Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks Nest. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their prime, but they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go, Hawks! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest. Make sure to give all of our videos a like. Maybe if we're lucky, a subscribe so you can get all the updates on all of our latest Iowa Hawkeye legend interviews. Today, we're lucky enough to be joined by former Hawkeye, future country music superstar, Dallas Jacobus. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going great. I wanted to say I love I love that intro. <laughs> it's great. You got he the did it. In there. That's awesome. He did a hell of a job. The kid's freaking awesome. Yeah, he did. He did. That was awesome. Man, it's just one of those situations. Like, I think that kid's set up for stardom. Like, he's he's got the moxie that, like, most other kids don't. Like, a lot of kids have the fire, but they don't have, like, the articulation to put it together at that age. And he definitely does. Uh, Dallas, he did awesome. Where are you living right now? What what's going on with you? Um, all the Hawkeye fans out there want to know. Or are you still in the Iowa area? And and what what do you have going on right now? Yeah. All right, Dallas. We froze up real quick there, man. I can't hear you. All right, are we back? Yeah, we're back now, man. You froze up Sorry. there for about <laughs> yeah. like six or seven seconds. Yeah, so I'm still living in Iowa City. Uh, I'm in my college house, uh, living with my roommates. Um, they're either still on the team or training for the NFL, and I'm just over here playing a guitar, so it's a, it's a good deal. So who all are you living with right now? Uh, I'm living with Caleb Shudek, the kicker, Austin Spiewak, the long snapper, and Sean Beyer, the tight end. Okay, so, Sean's, Sean's still there. Out of all your roommates, who is the cleanest and who is the dirtiest? I'm probably the dirtiest. Uh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> My roommates yeah. will tell you that too. Um, but cleanest, I don't know. It, it, would, it would either have to go to uh, Austin or Caleb. They they like to keep things pretty tidy. So, See, is this going to be hard for you guys? Because like, you're kind of running down to the end of the road of like the glory yeah. days of life, like living together in college. Like. You don't yeah. fully know, Dallas, the, the full ramifications of this. Like, this is like gonna, this is the best time of your life. Like, it, yeah, not that it gets bad after this point, but it's nowhere near as fun as what mm-hmm. you're doing right now. Yeah. Well, we actually had another roommate. Uh, he didn't play football, but, um, we went down to Nashville, um, for like instead of the bowl game when it got canceled, we still went down there. And that was kind of our last hurrah as a, as a house because he moved out and he's got a job and, so it's kind of it's it kind of hit then, but uh, yeah, we still got I think what two more months on the lease, and then we're all going our separate ways. 
No, being a being an adult sucks. Doing what you guys are doing is way more fun. I had some buddy, I had a buddy of mine that lived with his college roommates, and they all got jobs and everything and moved on, but they mm-hmm. stayed living together for about twelve years after college. That's what my my brothers. That's what my oldest brother's doing. That he's I think he's what six years out of college, still living with his college roommates. But why you know why kill the dream early if you don't I, have I guess to. yeah just just let it just keep it going. Cheap rent and you know exactly. I think the the guy was like up to like thirty two years old, thirty three years old, and he was paying like a buck twenty five or a buck fifty rent. And I'm like, are you freaking? I'm making a fourteen hundred dollar month house payment, and and, and (laughs) I just figured out. (laughs) I know. I'm like, God. I was like thinking I was being responsible and an adult buying a house, and like, dude, you're saving like (laughs) thousands of dollars every month to live with your college buddies. Like, I got it completely (laughs) wrong. Uh, I'm a I'm a slow learner though, Dallas. So I always uh, I figure stuff out a lot later than everybody else. Once I get it, I'm pretty good. But I'm I'm usually one of the last ones of the bunch to figure it out. Yeah, it um, happens. When you were coming out of high school, Dallas, what uh, what were your recruiting options like? Because uh, I know you know weren't super highly touted coming out, not really highly recruited. What type of schools were really uh, hot on your radar, and what made you end up deciding to walk on at Iowa? Yeah, I mean, honestly. Football, I didn't get recruited at all. Um, I had a preferred walk-on from Iowa State, uh, preferred walk-on from Iowa. Um, but, yeah, so my recruiting process with football really wasn't a thing. I was more of a track athlete. Um, I had scholarship opportunities to, uh, you know, most of the MAC schools, um, Iowa, Iowa State. Um, I was talking with the boys by you a little bit, um, you know, talking with Arkansas a little bit. But, okay. yeah, I was I was actually going to commit to Iowa to, to – uh, do track um, and then got the call from coach Morgan saying that they had a preferred walk-on spot and I didn't even think twice I, I was I was on it that's freaking awesome like that Reese Morgan and along I always say Phil Parker but Reese Morgan mm-hmm. is the most underappreciated man in college football the way that that guy oh, yeah. finds diamonds in the rough like a certified Crazy. genius um, I, I just hope that we can still utilize him in retirement because that guy is able to find guys. Oh, we do. We do. I don't think he, good. I don't think he's missed a practice yet. He's, he has been there every day. He's really? always there. Oh yeah. Coach Morgan does not miss a practice. Okay. The that's dude good. loves football. Well, we've benefited immensely from having him as part of the program. The guy is just an absolute genius. So that yeah. makes me feel better that he's still around because yep. it's when guys like that leave any program, it's like, okay, I don't know if he can get better than that. Like that's going to be very yeah, difficult to do, he's, but he's special. Yeah, he is special. He's a legend. And all the guys that have played for him talk about how great of a guy he was and oh, yeah. is and how cool he is. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me um, about during your time at Iowa, what was your, one of your favorite memories as a Hawkeye that you look back and you're like, I'm never going to top that. That was just absolutely freaking incredible. I would have to say, oh, there's two, there's two that are really hard to, okay. to, uh, Decide between the first one was uh, beating Ohio State in the blackout and uh, having them charge the field, and the second one was uh, was it 2019 Iowa State uh, being on the field for that muffed punt. Oh, that was, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty sweet. Oh my God! So I got to ask you, like, what was like the what was the reaction like on the sideline when that Iowa State guy just like flew into the the guy catching it to, and just ran yeah. him over and the fumble came? Like, I know we jumped out of our chairs and we're screaming and freaking out. That game took forever to get done with the delays, but how good did that feel? Like, what was that like on the sideline? Yeah, well, I was I was actually on the field. I was uh I was the mic and the punt there, 
And uh, I actually got to say this because uh, Terry Roberts actually, the guy didn't run into him. Terry Roberts guided him into the returner. So, I mean, <laughs> Terry Roberts hasn't really gotten much credit for it, but he, he was the one that made that play. Um, you know, he, he was a gunner and he ran uh, his guy straight into the returner and, you know, caused a fumble and Devo hopped on it. And yeah, it was, it was crazy because, you know, end of the game, Iowa state, like, you know, just tensions, tensions are real high. Um, yeah. You know, they've got one more shot, like, you know, your heart's beating. And then the second I saw Devo hop on that, I was, it was crazy. I mean, we were all out on the field. Like you see me in the video, I'm just sprinting, just moving as fast as I've ever moved just right down the field. But yeah, it was awesome. It doesn't matter if they're 0 and 12 or like, you know, eight for whatever their record is. It's one of the most satisfying feelings in the world to beat Iowa state every single year and just well, to sh- shut them up for another year. And they, they're always good against us. I don't care what kind of year they're having. Like yeah. they're always good against us. Well, that, and again, they'll say like their fans will be like, Hey, I don't care what we do this year. As long as we beat yeah. Iowa, I'm happy. And, and they play at a whole nother level. Like they'll go out and lose to like, you know, Iowa school for the blind and deaf. But then they'll yeah. come out and play us like a top five team every year. Yeah. So like you got to expect that as a Hawkeye yeah. that they're going to come out. So I need your expert opinion with them being supposedly a top five team going into this season, bringing everybody back. What are you calling for the score of the Cyhawk football game this year? Ooh, Ooh. I, it's going to be a close one. It, and I, you know that for sure. But, you know, I like I like Iowa's defense. Uh, you know, Coach Parker always figures out how to get them going. So I'm going to go 14-7, Hawks. All right, you know? 14-7. All right, I, yeah. I, take, I take it. Phil Parker, the greatest defensive coordinator in the country. I've said mm-hmm. it multiple times over, The most one of the most underappreciated guys in the country. Phil, and, and, and answer me this if you know, because you may not know. Um, out of my own curiosity, does coach Parker not have any interest in becoming a head coach? Because you got to think if there was any interest there, people would be knocking on his door nonstop. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, obviously he time and time again, proves himself as one of the best defensive coordinators in the, in college football. Um, you know, I, I would have to agree with you. I feel like if he showed any interest, some there would have to be, team after team after team that wanted him. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I can't, I cannot tell you that, but all I know is he's a damn good coach and you know, I was just happy to play underneath him. Oh man. I hope we can keep him forever. Like yeah. n- never retire, Phil stick around yeah. forever. Cause he is freaking fantastic. When Norm retired, it's like, man, we just lost a legend. Then yeah. Phil comes in and it's like, okay. You didn't got, miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. Maybe, I mean, yeah. pro- maybe improved, which I didn't yeah. know was possible. Yeah. So, very, very cool. Um, one thing that you really did, you're talking about proving yourself. You've really, you know, proven yourself to be a really talented musician. Growing up and finding your love for music, what were some of the artists that influenced you the most? Yeah. Um, you know, growing up, I was actually a heavy rock influence. So um, my okay. dad always listened to rock. So, you know, I was listening to like Poison, uh, CCR, just like just classic rock. Um, you know, and then as I grew up, um, I kind of got into the, the heavier rock, so like Disturbed, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down. Okay. So I didn't really find uh, country music until like my sophomore year of college. Um, and, you know, uh, I think the first song that I just became obsessed with was uh, it was Whiskey Lullaby. Like okay. I heard it and I just had it on repeat like over and over and over. And uh, yeah, and then now that's really all I listen to is country. So, um, Okay. All right. So I'm going to put you in a scenario here. 
your agent sits you down. He's like, Dallas, now um, you, you're a really hot name right now. And you can open for about anybody in the country, any artist that there is. Easy. What? What's All right. Who's your choice? Luke Combs. Luke Combs, Luke Combs. number one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hands down. That's not a bad choice at all. Yeah. That's a yeah. really good choice. We at Nebraska Hawks Nest were hoping and lobbying for maybe a um, a Tucker Bethard. I do like together. Tucker Bethard. Yeah, he's he's pretty. He's. I I just don't know how he hasn't like gotten bigger. I mean, he's got some dang good songs out there. It's crazy. Yeah, he's got a million he's, good he's songs. A, he's really good. Yeah, I, I, that's I, I don't get that with with music. There's so many talented musicians out there yeah. that it's like we get like get to see one percent of yeah. all the great people out there. Like we need to do a better job as like you know a country music industry of getting this talent to the forefront so people can see this talent and consume it because there's so much of it out there that we're not able to see as much. And Tucker, mm-hmm. I think, is one of the most talented country musicians that there is right now. Yeah, I mean uh, he's he's really really good. So if I'm gonna pop up your playlist on your phone right now, what are maybe two or three of the most played songs you have that you listen to right now? Ooh, most played, um, probably ooh, Riley something Riley Green. Uh, okay, I don't even know. Probably something Riley Green. Some Chris Stapleton will be in there. Here, let me okay. see. I'll just I'll show you I'll just tell you the first two songs that pop up when I pull up. Okay, and on top of that too, Dallas, I want you to say too, and let's be vulnerable here and open up. What is maybe one or two artists and songs that you would maybe be a little embarrassed about that you're like, I freaking love this. I don't care. Like I don't care what anyone says. Oh, oh, there's this song. uh, Sorry, here's the first song: Bible Verses by Blake Shelton, and If the World Had a Front Porch by Tracy Lawrence. And then I gotta find a song, but there's this song. Uh, it's I don't even know what it's called. Oh, it's called "Weak" by Larissa Lambert. It's like okay. I get so weak in the knees, I can hardly speak. Oh, it's a week. Oh I love yeah, it. damn, it's a feel good song. Hell yeah! All right, <laughs> are you having a beer already today? Are you having a no, beer? Right no, no, this is tea. Ah, oh, I wish okay. but this is tea. Oh, that'd have been, you gotta take care of the long. boys. Yeah, that's true. So you're a professional now. You're transitioning already. So, <laughs> so um, tell us about um, the inspiration for the We Wave song. Now, I, I'm going to shoot you straight, and I'm not going to play it to you. Like, I was like, okay, that needs to be the song, like, for the wave right mm-hmm. away. When I first heard that, I'm like, I, I like the Pagarine one. I'm like, ah, that's pretty good. And then I finally took the time and heard yours. And I was like, holy mm-hmm. crap, that's a jam. Like, what a great song. Tell us about the inspiration behind that and with your mom having worked at the hospital, uh, how did she play any sort of inspiration or influence in you writing that? Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously um, the football team does a bunch of stuff uh, with the hospital. I mean, I remember one of the first things I ever did as a, as Iowa football player was go to the hospital and do a hospital visit. Um, And, you know, obviously growing up, my mom has worked in the hospital. Um, and, you know, I, I think she's always worked there. I mean, for my whole life, at least I don't remember her working anywhere else. Um, she's in the NICU, but, you know, obviously as a nurse, uh, you know, HIPAA and all that. So, you know, you don't really get the chance to hear much about what she does. Um, and I actually had the opportunity after the song to um, get it, like be invited into the NICU and, you know, visit with parents. And, um, you know, it was just, it was really cool to be able to see what my mom does, but, 
Um, the inspiration in the song, obviously the the wave. Uh, the first time it happened, it was it was incredible because you know I'd heard stuff about it on uh, like on online and on these articles and stuff. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna wave, but you know I didn't really think it would catch on right away. But literally the first wave, the whole stadium was waving, and it was crazy. And it was just like I just remember the chills. Like I almost got the same chills I got the first time I swarmed. And uh, it's just one of those things. that's like you just know you're you're part of something special right there. And so I was actually I was just learning to play guitar after the year of the first wave. It was the first time I picked up a guitar, and uh, I knew five chords. And I was up in Minnesota with Bayer. We were fishing, and uh, the chorus just just hit me, um, just out of nowhere. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't even thinking about writing songs at that point. And uh, when I got home, I picked up my guitar. Uh, I got with my brother, Todd Gusta. And, you know, we just we sat down and wrote it. I think it was 45 minutes. And we had the song done. Wow. Um, you know, it, it really just wrote itself. And, uh, you know, and like as far as getting it out, I mean, I hadn't I think I had it. I'd written it for probably three months and only showing my roommates, my mom, my dad, like just my closest friends. And uh, I was actually at Byers again uh, in Epworth at his family get together. And his mom uh, conned me into singing it. And uh, I sang it and his, I think it was his cousin that took the video and put it on Facebook and it blew up. And it was just like, it was crazy. Cause I, I was never going to put it out. Cause I didn't know if it did the way of justice. I mean, it was okay. just going to be something that, you know, I wrote. So, so has there been any contact to uh, attempted contact to you about potentially making that song, the official song? Cause I know there's a big movement going on online, social media, a friend, a friend of the show, Eric Lewis is pushing big time for mm-hmm. you to, for, for that song to be the official song. Is there any updates on that at all? Yeah. I mean, I think what I got to do is I got to get it recorded, um, you know, get a, get a professional version done, uh, studio version. And, and then, uh, I think, you know, things might get going, but I have, I've not heard anything about it. You know, I, I would love, I'd be completely honored for that to be played, uh, during the game. Well, I don't think people are giving up. They're, they're still pushing yeah. for it. So let's get that baby recorded and get this done. Cause oh, yeah. that, we're, you wouldn't expect we're such a, right now. you wouldn't expect such a big mean looking football player to build, to have a singing voice like that. So <laughs> it, it, it's pretty shocking. So, uh, we're rooting for it. And like I said, in the beginning, I was like, I was there when Pat Green performed at halftime wave on wave. Uh, when we played you and I, and I mean, that was such a touching moment. Like he, he broke down emo- emotionally a little bit during the middle of playing that because it was mm-hmm. such a magical moment. But I think that, you know, that was a great song to kind of establish the beginning. And I think yours is a, the perfect song to carry it forward into the future. And so hopefully, hopefully we'll get to see that in, in the years to come. Now that would be amazing. Out of all of the players on the team, all of your teammates, who is, the most talented musician that you played with other than yourself? Oh, Deuce Hogan. Deuce Hogan can, he can play guitar. He can play piano. Yeah. No, I I had no clue. Yeah. Deuce Hogan. And then then Spencer actually picked up a guitar right after I did. Um, And we've, we've done a lot of, you know, jam sessions. So we've, we've played guitar together quite a bit. Um, Yeah. Those, those two are, are pretty talented. What are the odds of you getting like some of the you know former Hawkeye players are current and starting like a you know a Hawkeye sideband and like touring the Midwest? <laughs> right, what's the uh, odds of that? That's funny, Coach. So like all the quarterbacks are like 
they play uh, an instrument, and uh, Coach O'Keefe would always be like, "We gotta get Jacobus in the quarterback. Start a band. You guys gotta do it." But uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be funny. That'd be awesome. No, that that would be super cool. I uh, definitely think you'd probably have like a you know thousands and thousands of iTunes downloads just from Iowans <laughs> alone because. Oh, yeah. You know, the us Hawkeye fans are even, you know, not that it would be, but even if it was, you know, pure garbage, we're going to support Hawkeyes. You know, we'll <laughs> run into Iowa. a wall for you guys. That's, That's Iowa, Iowa, man. You guys are, you funny. guys are like gods to the people of Iowa. So we're going to do anything we can to support you no matter <laughs> what. Um, tell us that. about where you're touring right now. Um, you're playing a lot of shows right now, trying to preserve the voice. Um, mm-hmm. What shows do you have coming up and how often are you playing? Yeah, I'm playing uh, three times a week. Uh, I play every Tuesday at a bar called El Rey's in Iowa City. Um, it's a Nashville-style bar. It's it's new. It's where the uh, old, I think, Blue Moose Tap House was. Um, okay. So I play there every Tuesday from 10 to 1.30. And then on Wednesdays, uh, I'm at the Airliner um, from 10 to 1. So, um, And then on Fridays, Saturdays uh, is when I bounce around. Uh, you know, I've been in Muscatine, Cedar Rapids a few times. Um, I'll be in Iowa City on the 7th. Um, I was in Lutz, Iowa last weekend, uh, playing a, you know, barn party there. So I'm just, I'm just hopping around. I'll be in, uh, um, Farley, Iowa here coming up and yeah, so we're just staying busy. Cool. Now with the music career starting to blow up and expand and the notoriety starting to climb now, um, Nebraska Hawks, that's we're big on Iowa Hawkeye vintage collectibles. And, you know, we got a whole entire Mm -hmm. room full of stuff down here. We want to know. If we can get a signed Dallas Jacobus picture to hang up down here. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You got? Do you have any like with a guitar or anything like that, or are they all football? I mean, I can, I can get one. I can get one. I got a guitar. I can always right. take a picture with a guitar. All right, we want a signed picture if you if you can't, because we want to put it up yeah, in here. And for sure, we always, like, we always do something down here to honor all of our guests. Um, mm-hmm. So we got something up about everybody. So we were like, you know, before he blows up, we need to get get a picture oh, yeah. signed out because it's going to happen someday. All right, so one thing that we really wanted to know too, you get your first tour bus, you're getting ready to go, like things are going, and your manager calls you, he's like, Dallas, like, what do you need on this tour bus? We're going to be on the road for six months. What are like five must-haves that you're going to need, whether it be snacks or just, you know, essential items to get you through the tour? Bush light. All right. Because they don't have it everywhere. You, you can't find it outside of the Midwest. So that's number one, 100% number one. Got to have that fuel. Uh, you got to. You, you, you need it. It's a, it's a must-have. Um, bush light. I'll need a cell phone. Got to call mom. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? I'm pretty – water. I like water. What about Got to have the snacks. Poncheros. Give me, give me, give me poncheros for the road. I love poncheros. All right, so then um, we're gonna we're gonna set this up now. We were working with Davey on a little bit on mm-hmm. some endorsement deals, so I think we got your first one, Pancheros. So oh, I love it. You guys get <laughs> get on get the ball rolling. We got your first spokesperson, <laughs> country music star Dallas Jacobus. It's I love it. it. It's gonna be awesome. That that's some good stuff too. You don't get it. Like I'm out in Nebraska, we don't really have that. I think there might be one in Omaha, but. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife has pretty generic bland taste buds. And so anything that even looks 
like it's got an ethnic reference in it at all, she gets heartburn immediately. She's like, oh, I can't do it. I don't, I, I can't funny. handle it at all. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> tell us about what, what the future holds immediately for you right now. Do you have any immediate plans like to travel anywhere cool, anything special, or are you just really focused on building that Iowa fan base right now? Yeah, so uh, I actually just signed a, a record deal with uh, SSK Records down in Miami. Awesome. Um, so I'll be heading down there here in the next few weeks, uh, and I'm going to start recording songs. Uh, once we can get the instrumentals done for those, I'm, I'm heading down there, going to lay the vocals on it. And uh, hopefully by the middle of summer um, to late summer, we'll have uh, four to five songs out, uh, you know, get them going and, uh, you know, start building my uh, my my brand outside of Iowa and in the Midwest. But right. for right now, I'm just just sticking around, you know, enjoying my uh, my last few months here in Iowa and, uh, you know, just loving every second of it. Make sure when that happens to let us know. We'll help distribute all that and get that out there so we can For sure. get it to as many ears as possible. We'll do whatever we whatever we can to uh, to support you, man. Um, For sure. Thank you. All right. Well, you were going to, um, not to put you on the spot, but I believe you were going to play a little rift on the guitar for us here. You got to preserve the voice because you got some yeah. live performances coming up. So we're going to hold yeah. off on the singing because, you know, we're looking big picture here. But we're going to play a little little guitar here. You say you're a kind of a beginner, but I've heard you yeah. play. You sound a hell of a lot better than a beginner. <laughs> I got you fooled then. I got you fooled. Hey, I that's okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a chord strummer. But uh yeah, actually the funny part is is so like I say I'm a beginner. Let's see. So in my like when I could play a three hour show and all I'm playing is that's it. Really? And yeah, so like you can play just about just about any song. So let's see. Uh so like Luke Combs Hurricane is Then it's, and you rode in with your hair in the wind, baby, with that warning. I was doing all right, but just so, and then you can do uh, that's awesome, just about just about anything. Like, it's crazy just what you can do. That's like, awesome. Uh, what is uh, Rascal Flats? So it's just same chords. Save a horse. Just like <laughs> dude, dude I love there's it. somebody with all the same. That, that's like, fantastic. Yeah, it's 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 crazy what you can do with little amounts that I know. I had no idea that you could do that much with just like those chords. That's insane. Oh, I mean, you can you can play millions of songs. I mean. Uh, no, I taught myself how to play Time of Your Life by Green Day on the guitar when I was in college, and that was about it. I don't even remember how to play that now. So. I think. Yeah. I think you're there. Yeah, just same chords. D, G, C. 
Okay, awesome. So for all the Hawkeye fans out there and all the just the, the country music fans in general, if they're wanting to hear more of your music, where are some of the best places for them to find that? Yeah, I mean, uh, most of it I'll post on, uh, you know, Instagram. Uh, it's Dallas. Uh, I think it's Dash Jacobus 66. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I post... I post a lot of stuff on there. Um, Facebook, I'll post every now and then, now and then, uh, you know, Twitter, I'll throw them, I'll throw them out, but yeah, my okay. Twitter handle is the same. So, uh, but yeah, so mostly Instagram is where I'll be posting stuff. So when am I going to be able to get my first Dallas Jacobus t-shirt that I can rock? I don't know. Everybody's like, you need to start doing merchandise. Yes. I'm like, I can barely do music right now. <laughs> you got to get a marketing guy to kind of help you I out do. with that. I do. I know. It's crazy. All right. Well, let us know what the t-shirts yeah, hopefully are available. Soon. Hopefully right. soon. Because I want one and I know lots of other people want one too. But yeah. anyway, we're gonna, we want to wish you nothing but the, but the best and nothing but success going forward. You clearly got a bright future ahead of you, man. And we, we're freaking honored to have you on here. And I can't wait to see how you blow up on the music scene going forward. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, man. This was yeah, awesome. Absolutely. We had a freaking blast. And hey, yes, Dalfield, we, we always end it with Go Hawks. I'm here for it. All right. Go <laughs> Hawks, man. Go Hawks. All right.